0: With Tem Lokabu gone, where does Boston College need to go with their defensive coordinator position? We, we went over some options about some internal candidates, but I think I left off one giant name that could end up as defensive coordinator for Boston College in 2023. We're going to get into that on today's show. on Boston College. I am A.J. Black, editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. Check out my work there and follow me on Twitter. On today's show, we looked on yesterday, we talked about Tem Lokabu leaving for the Carolina Panthers. And I had said, I had heard from sources that most likely it's going to come from an internal candidate. And I went on and on about how I thought it would be a for him. But Listener Dennis Monahan brought up a name that I had failed to mention as a potential candidate, and it honestly makes a lot of sense. And who would that be? That would be head coach Jeff Halfley. Could Halfley take over as off defensive coordinator this upcoming season? It's not as weird as you think. Many teams have their head coach take over the coordinator position. We've seen it happen before. Could Halfley do that? It would make it would be weirder. Things have happened. So why why could this make sense? Let's look at this. All right. As as many folks have said, it's two weeks before spring practice, and I've said that too. That's hard. You're never gonna find uh, the. You're never gonna find. A outside candidate at this point of the coaching search. And that's not on Halfley. It's just because of the way the NFL works. It's just tough. I mean, you could. I mean, they definitely could go out there and find someone. It's just tougher at this point. You can't, you know, slowly take your time to vet them out, you know, especially if they're trying to bring in someone with a new uh, set of eyes. However, as I said before, this search is going to get you someone that is connected to Halfley. Someone that he knows and trusts. And who does he know and trust better than himself? No one. And this honestly, this this makes sense. This makes sense. Because Halfley, where has he found success? As a defensive coordinator. He was successful at Ohio State. He has success on the defensive side of the ball. He was an up-and-coming defensive coordinator when Boston College hired him in 2020, 2019. Where has he found his weaknesses? It's the other stuff, right? Game management, offensive side of the ball. Well, if he kind of splits this role up a little bit and splits up how this team is run, this could honestly work out for Boston College because what do you do? You have Jeff Halfley kind of manage the game. I, you know, I, in closer games, we have, a, I, you know, it's, it's been a couple of years since he's really had to kind of manage some of those big game situations. Um, but we'll have to wait and see how he does there. And that's, that's up for debate on how he'd do there. Uh, but defensively, he'd run the huddles. He'd run the drills. He talked about that last year when we were at practice, when I went to, you know, went to some of BC's practice that he finds himself still ingrained in those defensive huddles that is where he's comfortable. Would it make sense just to have him calling the place? He's probably doing it a lot of it anyways. And as I've heard uh, from my sources, the defense is not going to change next year. So it's not like he was going to bring anyone in and just change up the scheme. It's going to be the same thing, whether you like it or not, that's what he's planning on doing. So if it's going to be his system, why not have Halfley call it? Why not have, have Halfley run that part of it and have Rob Chudzinski a established offensive coordinator run the offense. You basically have two coaches, right? You have Halfley doing all the, all the bigger stuff off the field. He's running the recruiting meetings. He's running the personnel stuff, but on the field, you have Halfley run the defense. You have Chud run the offense and you know, the final say goes to Chudzinski. You could put Shimko in the box so that you have him above, because you have co-offensive coordinators. You have Chud down there next to Halfley, where the two of them can kind of hash out what they're going to do. I mean, sometimes if you have two coaches, you know, I think that's a, that could cause some issues. But things aren't working. They weren't working in 2021 and 2022. Why? Why not take a chance? Try something different here. Because if it came down to it. If you were able to decide who the next defensive coordinator was going to be, would you rather it be Azar Abdul-Rahim? I mean, as I said on yesterday's show, I, 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 someone ripped me on it on Twitter, and I, I agree. I, I called it a home run. I think I jumped the gun on that at all. I think he's a solid coach and one I wouldn't hate having here. Home run was not the right term, and I apologize for using that. But – would I rather have AAR or Halfley? I would probably choose Halfley because he's been an established defensive coordinator. Okay? So, some questions in here. <laughs> Football fan always has the greatest, like, I love his, like, negative Nancy for a take, and it's nothing wrong with this. Yes, but who will take over as head coach? He's not, so, and Jenna Talar- BS, excuse me, Jenna, said, but why would Halfley divide halfley demote himself halfley wouldn't demote himself there's been coaches that take on the coordinator role on top of what they're doing i um i want to say like chip I, i i'm not positive i had some names in front of me uh earlier today and i forgot to write them down but there have been college coaches that have been the head coach and a coordinator a lot of time it's on the offensive side of the ball but you do see it happening this is not like something that's completely out of left field. It's not like something that we haven't seen happen before. It can happen. And then what do you do? You ha- Then you have an extra coaching position, right? Because you have an X amount of coaching slots. You can get a secondary coach or, you know, you name it. You could add another coach that could recruit uh, another position for you. So it's a thought. It's, it's something that you can think of. Marty Party says, Halfley is no Belichick. Yes, he's not Bill Belichick. But I'm thinking I'm thinking of different options here for BC. And yes, it may not be the best option, but this could be something that could happen in 2023. And we'll have to wait and see what happens. I still think it'll probably be AAR, but Dennis brings up a good point here: is Halfley is going to have his system in place. Why not just have him run the defense? It's not the worst thing in the world. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But in a moment... I want to look at the outcome out like the future for bc and some folks have been calling me on some things about what i think about boston college and i want to kind of address some of the the, the people and, and and the 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 idea that i've been too positive about bc and i'll explain my rationale in just a moment but if you want to hear me be positive you need to hear me be positive about the bars. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Bilt bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got the thing for you. You got to try Built. They're 100% covered in real chocolate. I'm telling you folks, real chocolate is delicious. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does this, but their ba- bars taste like a candy bar. I have them in my house. I have them as an afternoon snack. They give me the fuel I need to get through the end of my busy day. And the flavors are unbelievable. Now, if you want to get a Built Bar, you can go to Built.com. That's an easy way to get all the latest flavors. But you could also head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Sam's Club has 13 bar boxes with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. And Walmart has four bar boxes of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. So head on over to Built.com or your local Walmart. To get your box of bills all right this is locked on bcaj black so i want to talk about my perception of where this program is at and realistically kind of just gauging where the program is is currently sitting and yes i, I as i said on an earlier episode with mitchell this week being negative doesn't serve anything if i just went on this show for the next 180 days And just said this team sucks and nothing is worth listening or watching about this you will all tune out but being disingenuous about where this program is going doesn't serve me either and i want to say that i am not being disingenuous when i think the program is not worse off than it was at the end of 2022 and here's why turn your clock back a month go back to the middle of january before the uh you know some of this, the latest news cycle started. Where was BC at? They had landed eight transfers. Halfley fired John McNulty. He fired Dave DeGuglielmo. And what did most people think about where this program was going? Verbatim, verbatim, what I heard was a lot of folks saying this program's heading in the right direction. Halfley learned his lesson. He got transfers. He fired coaches that weren't working. I felt like that was probably mostly true. It seemed like a young coach had started to understand that some of the things that he was doing were mistakes and had moved on from those mistakes and, and, and did decisions he wouldn't have done two years ago. Now, I'm not saying he's perfect, but at that point, we were. I think most of BC Nation was feeling pretty good of where Halfley at least was going at that point fast forward two weeks what happens he hasn't named an offensive coordinator I had said on yesterday's show that he has hired an offense I've said I mean I've said on the last two weeks that he's hired an offensive coordinator plural Steve Shimko and Rob Chesinski but they haven't announced it yet and then a his defensive coordinator jumped for the NFL why now, all I hear is the program is in shambles because they f- didn't hi- did they didn't announce an offense. I mean, they have the offensive coordinators in place because they didn't announce it to the fans that makes this program in shambles. I mean, sure, I understand that you want to hear about it. Man, if I was paying season ticket prices or donating to this program, I'd, I'd want to know who the offensive coordinator is. And, and in that sense, yeah, that is absolutely a failure on this program. If they know exactly who it's going to be, and they can get that word out fast, yeah, that's that's what you'd want from a football team. That didn't happen. There, we're still waiting. But does that mean the program itself is in trouble? Ah, I don't think so. I don't think that that's what that means. And then your defensive coordinator jumps to an NFL job on a very attractive coaching staff. As I said on yesterday's show, the Carolina Panthers, if you're a young coach, you would jump at, you would jump hoops to get on that staff because they're going to go and do some things that I think are going to make your, your future that much easier to name your next destination, much more than BC. And that's not a knock at BC. I mean, it does show, show you that the program is not at the best spot it's at, but you're in the NFL You're on a coach, a staff that's coached by an up and coming young coach. That's a opportunity right there. And yeah, you're taking a position that is lower than what you're getting at, but the opportunities are much higher. So you lost a coach that you fired, haven't named a coach to the public yet, and then lost a coach of the NFL to an attractive job, but that means the program is a disaster? I don't don't see that. I, I mean... You know, I need to wait. I need to wait to see what happens on the field. Believe me, if BC goes out there next year and they lose to NIU, they lose to UConn again, they lose to, U, to Holy Cross, sure, this program would be a disaster. And then Halfway deserves to be fired. And man, they need to go in a different direction. But right now, this time and place I have a hard time saying that this program is in worse shape than they were at the end of last year. I just don't. I, I just don't. I just don't see it. Now, let's go to the comment section because there's a lot of commenters on YouTube. And if you are not a YouTube subscriber to our channel, you need to get that onto that right now. All you do is go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. You'll be part of our Boston College Army. I'd love to see you all there. Let's go over and see what some folks have had to say. Um, Mark Felzone says, AJ, why do you think they are delaying the OC announcement? I've heard it's just a, it's an HR thing. It's nothing more than an HR thing. It's not a football program thing. It's they're waiting just to you know sign the dots and finish those contracts. I don't think it's anything more than that. All right. Uh, SJ 73 says definitely in a better position now than they were at the end of last season. I mean, I have a hard time. I mean, I still am going to sit with the issue on this team last year was the offensive line, and and its issues spread through everything. There were other issues. Sure, this team wasn't perfect, but that was such a major issue that it caused everything to fall apart, and they they addressed that. They addressed that in spades, at least in my opinion for now. Uh, Football fan. Says AJ Halfley's contract is through 2026. Do you honestly believe that BC will fire him if there is another five six win season stuck for two to three years with a patchwork coaching staff? I've heard that the hot seat is real, and this is not just some podcaster saying this. These are I'm hearing this is not like I, sources I've talked to have said this. So I believe if Halfley has a bad year, this will be it. They are not going to sit with him for another couple of years. They will pay the the buyout to get him out. I promise you, that's what I've heard. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Okay, uh, football fan says it's hard to be worse than three and nine. Yeah, it's not not much. Um, and then we had Marty Party gotta run the week OOC schedule. There is there is no reason BC shouldn't win four games next year out of conference. Of course, they easily could. This is Boston College we're talking about here. But, that yeah, they've got to do that. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to go to basketball. I'm going to look at basketball and talk about um, Quinton Post and uh, whether I think he has the potential to end up in the NBA. I'm going to look at that in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to get into – our good friends over at LinkedIn. Now, if you're a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have had the skills, success, and experiences to help achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs help you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by choosing insights from your job post company and their 875 million members to, excuse me, um, to link you to your qualified candidates. It makes it easy. It's easy to screen applicants, rate applicants on your job qualifications all on one lap platform so linkedin jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply locked on bcaj black here we're wrapping up our show today and i've been talking about bc football and the and the the lots of news that have that has come down about changes that are going on within this program. But we're going to switch this over and talk about basketball now. And basketball now has as many wins as they have had, I think, in the last, like, 10 or 12 years. And they are close to matching anything that's happened under Steve Adazio, Steve Adazio, Steve Donahue and and Jim Christian. Oh, man, that was a blunder. Um, With If they can win at least one or two more games. On Wednesday, they're going to face off against UVA. As I said, it's going to be a massively tough game for the Eagles. And I one name I want to talk about, and I had been thinking about this, is Quinton Post. Will he be an NBA player? And I talked a little bit about this on yesterday's show because it was something that came up. And I've been looking at what he's done. He's the only player this year to go 5-for-5 five five from three-point range that's over seven feet tall. Just think about that. There's only been, I think, six guys in the last 25 years that did what he did in that game, and Quentin Post is one of them. Now, he's not a com- – I don't think of him as a complete player. He's a seven-foot tall guy, but when he plays a bit bigger body center down low, I don't see him as like this like first first-round pick. That being said – there's plenty of seven-footers that have had success in the NBA because they can shoot an outside shot. NBA teams love stretch centers. And Quentin Post fits that to a T. I mean, he he was unconscious against Florida State with the way he was shooting that ball. So I think he could find the role. And will he be the next um, you know, start at Reggie Jackson or I mean it's been a while, Jared Dudley. That, that is a BC player that has a long starting career, no. But you find a bench, You many, many teams are going to find a bench role for post because he, he causes so many matchup problems. You know, you throw him at the three-point line and know that he's hitting shots at almost, like, what is it, 47% from three-point range? The teams are going to salivate over that. And they're going to, you know, he is very much worth a second round draft pick. Now the big question then remains, we've seen what BC does with post. They need him back next year. Oh my gosh. They need him back because they need a full season with him because he, he would have prevented so many of these stupid out of conference losses that BC had, you know? um, And I think like, you know, they, if they had not lost, those dumb games to Maine, UNH, Charlton State. This team would be an NIT team. And then we'd be talking about how successful Earl Grant was. But he was out. He is so integral to this offense. We need him back. But if he starts getting second-round draft grades, he, he's he got to know that it's not going to get better than that. I believe he's 23 years old. Like, he's not going to get any better. Is there a potential? That there To me, it seems like a strong potential. The post doesn't come back next year. If he hears from NBA teams that they'll take him in the second round, because that that to him is going to be a ticket to, to at least try it. You know, he's got to figure that out. That's bad. B, if BC loses him, their offense is going to take a big step back next year. They're going to have to figure out a new way of running this offense. And Donald Hand may be that, that answer. And believe me, Devin McLaughlin looks like he's turning it on. But how many of these guys are they bringing in at the big role that are, that are projects? Armani Mighty. I, I don't know how many years he's going to take to get ready. Um, I've heard from the new guy, Jaden Hastings. He looks like a guy on, off, on the offensive side that needs some time. I, I, BC really can't just keep taking steps back when they lose a guy. So if Post leaves, they've got to figure something out because he is going to be a major loss. Hopefully he'll have one more year. Hopefully he sees like, okay, I'm going to try one more time to do something special because, you know, maybe the, maybe his thought is even after next year, I'll still be a second round pick I'd love to see a post come back one more time, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Thank you so much, everyone. If you have not done so already, please hit that subscribe button. If you want daily BC podcasts sent directly to your YouTube, if you want to know when we go live, hit that bell too. Uh, we have a great comment section and I'm sorry. I can't, I can't get every comment out there because you guys are great. Um, But there are so many of you out there that are so great. I want you all to come back every night to talk BC sports this week. As I said, I'm, I I can't tell you exactly. I'm, I'm away right now. I'm actually in a ski house in New Hampshire. um, So I'm recording when I can, but usually I record around eight o'clock every night. um, And I'd love for you to join us and talk BC sports because we, we need to keep talking about it so that we can have fun time here uh, watching some programs that need need a little boost. This is AJ Black. Follow me on Twitter at Black underscore BC. We'll be back again tomorrow to get ready for the Virginia game and any news that pops. We will be there to talk about it. Thank you so much. We'll see you again soon.